Hello and welcome to episode 30 of the AFL Europe podcast. In this episode, we are joined by Mateja Sedlicek from the Zagreb Panthers in Croatia. Mateja was introduced to Australian football in Zagreb by a colleague at her work and became instantly hooked with how the sport was played, but also how welcoming and passionate the community was. The community, it just takes you in. You, you cannot uh, say no to all the trainings and all the times we have after trainings and all the traveling that we have and all the team buildings, let's call it that way. We just, uh, you know, we, we spend a lot of time together outside of footy and you become a one big family. Matea has played with the Panthers for over five years, so in this episode, we jump into the history of women's footy in Croatia, plus chat about her experiences traveling across Europe to play at some of AFL Europe's events, as well as how a coaching role in 2019 has helped her expand her knowledge of the sport. Let's get to it. Matea, welcome to the AFL Europe podcast. How are you going? Thank you. I'm very good. Fine. Thanks. How are you? I'm good, thanks. It's great to have you on. Um, you guys have had some fairly regular months playing footy in Zagreb, which has been fantastic to see. But for the 2021 AFL Europe Festival of Football, you guys participated in um, and actually played your games at a new location on the coast. Yes, yes. I, for a long time now, we haven't been anywhere anywhere else than in Zagreb, so it was a very nice time. We were on the central seaside of Croatia in a small place called Tribun. And uh, it was a very nice experience, uh, a little bit uh, to see everyone in, in, in the middle of summer where, when, when actually we aren't playing so much because it's so hot and everyone is having some other plans. So it, uh, it was a nice experience to, to see everyone in the middle of summer when usually you don't do that, usually. So, and also my, my club won. So, so awesome. <laughs> it was uh, even better for us. <laughs> so is that why you guys played it at night? Is it just because it's too hot during the day? It was easier to get play some games at night under the lights? Yeah, we started uh, around 7 p.m. So girls played uh, during the daytime, but then the guys started, it was uh, nighttime, so under the lights. And it was also a nice thing to see in Croatia, some footy under the lights. Was there any people walking past, uh, watching, seeing how the games were going or anything? A little bit, yeah. People from the city and the tourists also. A lot of lot of people on the seaside. Great. Um, how has the season been going this year? It must be nice having footy back and being able to play a couple of months ago. Well, yes, it was. Uh, I mean, we started in April or, 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 or earlier this year and we had some good games. So it was almost like a normal season so it was uh, it was it was good we will chat about uh the later half of the season and also some of the international international matches that you've played in um in the past but i suppose first um i'm keen to know how did you first learn of the sport and um, what got you involved uh well it was uh, my colleague on my last job that I worked on and he played for uh, Zagreb Hawks. It, it is a men's club from Zagreb. He, he told me that uh, there will be one club in uh, Zagreb soon, Zagreb Panthers, and that, that I definitely must try it. So I came and tried it and uh, the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, um, what did you enjoy about playing it? It must be like quite different to sports you've played in the past, is it? Well, it is different, but it has, uh, I don't know, combinations of everything you need in other sports. And I, I like all sports, so it's uh, like a different, like a 
the best possible thing when you have everything combined together. Uh, I, ju I just love the simplicity and uh, I mean, the, you just have to take the ball and uh, just get it forward and put it through the goal. So what can be more simple than, than that? So it's, uh, it's a very, I don't know, like it's the best sport in the world for me. So, so that's, that, that's, that's it. Love it. Um, what can you what can you remember from like your first games or your first trainings? You said were you one of the first to get down and be in the Zagreb Panthers or? Well, yes, I think it was I don't know third or fourth training uh, training from from that club and then I, I came on. I mean, there was one club in Croatia the year before. It was in Velika Gorica. It's a city near Zagreb. Uh, they were called uh, Mambas, but uh, I didn't hear for uh, about footy then because. I don't know. I just didn't hear about it. Uh, but then uh, Mambas were still around for only one year with Panthers, and then they disappeared. So it was only Panthers in 2016, 17, until 19 when when Redlegs came to be the other club. So you guys must have been then at least like training for a couple of years before the Cesfater Redlegs were introduced. Um, did you get any sort of games in or did you have enough players to play any games against any like international teams or neighbouring countries? Yeah, we had some uh, CEFL experiences with uh, some girls from Switzerland. I mean, that was uh, already the Red Legs were here, but we went out to, to, to Graz and uh, girls from Switzerland came and helped us form those two teams better. Uh, also... We had uh, gone to Prague to play with uh, German girls right in the time when they were starting their, their uh, women's team in Germany, I think. Uh, but uh, usually we, we played at home the most, the most. I mean, we played with each other when we were only one club. And then when Red Legs came to be, then they started to form bigger, bigger team. And then it was just a regular game of two clubs. So that's that's most of us. That's the most of our games. Okay. <laughs> um, and how has it helped uh, the women's sport in Croatia? Um, having the second club there, being able to have that team so close that you can verse like on the weekends or in the season. How has it helped the growth? Well, it's it's very good, and it would be better if there are three of us already. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's better than one, obviously. But uh, it's still, I don't know. I think it would be even better to have more diversity than just playing with uh, one team the whole year. But to play at least with two, that would be like, uh, wow, what happened? You know. <laughs> the men's um, teams in crash. There are three of them too, and are they all? Yeah, you've got two in Zagreb and uh, one in Cesfede. Um, yeah, that's right. If, if there was a third women's team, where would you like them to be located in Croatia? Would you want them to be nearby or perhaps further down south? Yeah, some, somewhere out of Zagreb, I, I guess, because uh, it would be uh, more uh, fun to go to play somewhere else like it was to play at the seaside. But it's also more logistically and more, uh, you know, financially uh, not possible so i guess the third team would also be somewhere in zagreb when it happens yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just easier yeah you've played in a number of international events uh ifo europe's international events um including the champions league and the euro cup was it your first euro cup in 2016 yeah the, the lisbon 
So what was the team like um, heading across to that? And how did you find uh, representing Croatia at the, at the tournament? Well, that was probably the, the, the best of experiences because we, we also won the bronze medal. So it was uh, very, very nice for us. And it was just the year that we all started to play. I mean, there were some girls also from that previous club from Mambas. Panthers and uh, but we were all just complete beginners I would say and it was uh, all very new to us and uh, the, the best memories come from from that Euro Cup because of how everything went because of because the, we won some games and we won the third place uh, game so it was it was very very good experience. Can you remember some of the teams that you came up against at that Euro Cup and perhaps who were the who were the tougher ones or who, who you enjoyed playing? Well, I think we won against Sweden, the third place match, and but but we lost to them in the in our first match on that tournament. So it was like, okay, now we're now we're better than three matches before. So so it was like, I mean, every match was like learning more about the rules. So then it's like you don't know everything uh, then when you when you start playing and uh, i mean uh, ireland and england were the best as as always so uh, i think they played in finals the two of them yeah right and then even just like traveling as a national team how did that feel like actually going to another city and like yeah representing your country and playing against other countries what was the the feeling with that well, it's 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 the best. You you travel with your friends, and you have that uh, one day when you have to be serious and play the sport. But then in the evening and the other day, you you usually stay another day or two in the in the place where we travel to. So then it's the just the good times with with friends in 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 foreign country, and it's it's always good. And you were soon um, announced as captain at one of the Euro, at the Euro Cups for the Croatian Queens. Um, captain on the women's side, is that right? Yeah, I, I, I now I don't know which year it was, maybe 2018, I, I guess. It's good, you, you try to calm them where they need to be a little bit calmer or to motivate uh, girls a little bit more. They, they know they have someone they can come to speak to whenever they need to. It's just the usual supporting stuff which which captain do does so that's it yeah great um do you have a favorite event uh, that you played at in the euro cups over the years or a favorite destination no i i liked uh, sweden very much it was it was very nice i mean the tournament was not so good for us the 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 games and everything but uh just the the whole atmosphere and the city it was very nice and uh, it was it was a good trip all together but for the matches and everything i i must say it's lisbon it's when we when we won the bronze medal so it was most special time on field it must you must be looking forward to the next euro cup um if you got to be playing for the croatian queens because I mean, since 2016, the women's sport in Europe has continued to grow and grow. And it's like at every Euro Cup, there's always a new women's country that's there participating. So you must be looking forward to the future and just keen for international footy to be back again and seeing what the women's side of things just continue to grow. I guess everyone is just looking forward to it now, two years of nothing. And then it, it, will, it will be, I guess, very good because as you said, the, the sport is growing and I just, 
I can't even imagine what happened in two years in Europe now when we all haven't seen each other for so long. So it's it will probably be very intense and even more you know quality football from from women's part. We spoke to Josip Kravar um, earlier on in the podcast series about the Croatian men's team. He said that they're known for their tough style of play and they're hard at the footy. Is that the same with the women's as well? You guys are just tough at the footy and very physical? Well, I think we are getting there. Yeah. <laughs> not, not so much as, as the guys. I mean, they are really good in, in Europe and they are known for their... their quality and uh, tough game and everything but uh, I think uh, girls we still do need some a bit a bit more uh, aggressiveness and everything in the, in the game that's that's something that we just you know we have you have to learn to play the game as it as it should be played it's it's only a few years now and you you haven't seen that game any time before in your life and each new girl which comes it's just a little bit different than everything you you've seen till now. So it's still some some roads to to come to the to to that level of the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, obviously they've been playing for a lot longer and even have international cup experience traveling to Australia to play there. So hopefully one one day you guys could get along and travel down with them, and I'm sure that would be hopefully, an awesome experience hopefully. down there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've also played at Champions League tournament, which is the best clubs in Europe that have it over to that one. So you were there with the Zagreb Panthers. Um, how did you enjoy traveling to Amsterdam for that event? And then it, I suppose it's a bit different because you're now versing uh, local clubs as opposed to the national team. So how did you enjoy heading over to the Champions League? Yeah, it was uh, also very special. I mean, Amsterdam is special by itself, but uh, yeah, just like you said, it's a little bit different to play with the clubs and not uh, national teams. So it was, I, I'd say it was even more interesting footy for us because, you know, they are not like the, the best of the best which you, which you play and then you know that you cannot win one game, but in every game you have some chance and it was, those were really interesting matches. I Now I cannot remember which place we ended in, but, you know, we had some wins, we had some losses and it was just a nice day of footing for us. So for, for me also, it was a very good experience playing that tournament. Yeah. Um, and you've also been playing for a couple of years, but you've recently taken up coaching. Is that right? Yeah. I think you've coached at one of the international events or was it the Champions League you've coached? How have you, and or what made you wanting to get, get into coaching Australian footy? Yeah, no, it wasn't on the Champions League. It was uh, just after it. Uh, I started coaching the, the club, the Panthers, because uh, Red Legs just came to be. So we then made split up to two clubs. And uh, I took the coaching from Panthers, but also from the national team in, in that year, in 2019, in Stockholm. Uh, it was a nice experience that, that whole year to to be on the other side of on, on, on the field it was a uh, very tough also at some times because i i couldn't come in and, and play and uh, i mean that's one of the reasons why i after that year i decided to play again uh, because uh, i don't know that that year just taught me some other things i saw some things from other perspective i guess and uh, i guess i guess i started that I learned some things to be a better player also after that. So it was a good experience. I mean, I, 
I, I work as a trainer. I work as a, in a fitness for, for my living. So uh, to do that, to do that in footy was also one of my wishes. And uh, I just felt at the time that now is a good time to try it. And then I try, tried it. I guess I, I will also do it again sometime in the future. But uh, for now, I'm, I'm playing at, at this time. Awesome. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, your work has helped you with your coaching, but has there been uh, any role models or people in Croatia, players, the coaches that have helped you with um, learning the ropes of coaching or even as you're playing as well? Well, yes, of course, all the coaches uh, which were my coaches to, to that moment, uh, Dinko, Hrvoje, also the guys from other, from other clubs, I, I, I could always ask them whatever I needed to. They always offered their help with uh, the coaching process. So, I mean, I couldn't have done it if it weren't for, for them before. So they are the only ones from which I learned something about footy. So, so that's it. Heading into a Euro Cup, how do you prepare as a coach versus as a player? Is it completely different? Well, yes. So as a player, you just, I don't know, as a player, you just... Uh, enjoy the thought of playing and going to some place and play but as a, as a coach uh, there's a lot of paper stuff that you have to do for for no 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 for first uh, you just have a different uh, approach in your head you have to think about all the players all the time and uh, where they are what are they doing how are they are there any injuries or, or anything and also try to you know find the best in them for the game and for that whole day to see what if someone has problems with something and try to lift them up or something and and then just to combine it all together it's it's really an interesting job i, I tried it then for, for the first time and uh, i mean it was it was not so bad on field but uh, we didn't do well and in the competition in end but you know, we, we played the best we, we could at that moment and the girls were great on field. So, I mean, I, I have nothing to say uh, like it was bad, but it just didn't didn't go as good. And the uh, other countries were very, very much better than the years before that. So I see that the food is growing. They are having a lot of clubs in, in, in countries emerging. We I, I guess they are doing maybe a better job than, than we here in, in growing the number of the clubs in, in their countries. So that must be the reason why, why they are uh, getting better and better. I guess we are also now because we have two clubs for, for three years now. Before that, we had only one club. So it's, it's also getting better here, yeah. It sounds like coaching has really helped your understanding of the sport. Would you encourage others to do the same, even if they have no experience coaching, but just to, to try it and take it up and be able to learn more of the sport from the coaching side of things? Well, I, yeah, if, if someone has the will to do that, that's the first prerequisite. So I, I, I would encourage anyone who says that he wants to do it, okay, then just do it. I mean, there's, there's nothing else you need in the first place. Yeah. Matea, just quickly before we wrap things up here, the new 18 side Oval in Zagreb, absolutely incredible. Um, has yes, been awesome yes. following the development of that on Instagram. Um, he must be excited to use that. It's very nice that it's happening and that, and to try to play the, the, the big footy because I think it will help us a lot with playing nine aside because it's uh, just bigger and uh, 
it's it's different i guess i never played it so we'll see and i think i know the answer to this one but what are you most looking forward to uh with this playing for the rest of the year or next year yeah what are you most looking forward to with the sport i'm looking mostly looking looking forward to go play somewhere uh, out in the euro cup or 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 champions league i think uh, red legs will go to champions league when it happens next year i guess because uh, they they were the winners of our Croatian competition, which then takes you to Champions League. So uh, they will be the ones representing Croatia there. Uh, but I am looking forward to Euro Cup. I hope it will take place next year. Awesome. Um, and just my last question, Matteo, before we finish, uh, what is, in your opinion, the, the best thing about Australian footy in Croatia? Uh, well, it, it sure is the community because it's uh, it's so small. But uh, so I mean, when whenever someone new comes, it just they 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 have to stay because of the community because it's so it just takes you in. You you cannot uh, say no to to I don't know to all the. the trainings which are very fun and all the times we have after trainings and all the traveling that we have and all the team buildings let's call it that way we just uh, you know we we spend a lot of time together outside of footy and you become a one big family so it's very nice i mean for me uh, the sport was the first thing that drew me in because i'm sports person in general and uh, also also a lot of girls which which come say that this, that sport is just uh, very interesting and they will stay because of the sport. But then when you see the community, you also have another reason to stay. So it's a perfect combination when you have these two things. Yeah, great. Well, Matea, thanks so much for joining the podcast. It's been awesome hearing about your playing history at the international tournaments, but then also in Croatia and, and a bit about footy in Croatia too. So yeah, thanks again for joining us and see ya. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. A big thank you to Matteo for joining us in this episode, but also to you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode and we'll stick around for more, but for now, have a great day and we'll catch you next time.